Here is the example story of A Thousand Miles, chronicling the adventures of Alexandra Dupont, a newly turned vampire on the gothic streets of Victorian London, with aspirations to overthrow the standing vampire hierarchy and reign supreme as the leader of the vampires. Round one, we'll start with Athena, go to Circe, then Poseidon, then Zeus, and then we'll proceed to round two and three. Alexandra's been working at her master plan for months, setting up agents, planning raids, planning violence and peace talks and violent peace talks. But one of her informants, a fellow fledgling with similar aspirations, but none of the brains, has sent a letter to Alexandra. One of the three leaders of London's vampire elite, an old vampire named Audley Pennyworth, has mysteriously disappeared. If she can shoehorn herself into his spot, she will be that much closer to ruling all of London's vampires. She begins planning. She's three days into her planning session. She hasn't eaten, hasn't slept. She barely registers the knock on the door until they knock again. And again, and yeah, yeah, I'm coming. It's long time no see, partner. An old life flashes before her eyes, a simpler life with simpler pleasures and aspirations. How'd you find me? Can I come in? There's a sad smile on his face, and alarm bells ring louder than the church down the street. But Alexandra never could resist him. Not then, not now. She opens the door wider and beckons him in. He's only there for a short while. In no time at all, he's whisking her away into the streets below. She's so focused on him being here, on him having survived, that she doesn't realize she doesn't recognize her surroundings until it's too late. They're still in London, sure, but Alexandra is lost beyond that. She turns to her old partner, and the soft smiles have twisted into a hard grimace, and there's something in his hand. A wooden stake. Run. She has to run, or kill him, or stop this nonsense. She didn't say it. Neither did he. They both whip around to find Audley Pennyworth, the missing vampire leader. Alexandra's old partner turned enemy drops the stake, she hears it clatter on the cobblestones. Alexandra freezes. You, Audley turns from Alexandra. Leave. You, he turns back to the young vampire. Come with me. He walks her back to her apartment. If you want my spot in the vampire council, you must be smarter than that. Why are you helping me? Why did you disappear? Alexandra tries asking, but Audley doesn't respond. Round two. Audley and her old partner weren't the last of Alexandra's visitors. Later that week, planning session resumed and inspiration regained, she hears another knock on the door. She doesn't recognize the vampire on the other side, but she seems to recognize her. I've come to join your cause, she says. For too long we've been oppressed by the old vampire tyrants. Let me fight for you. Her name is Scarlet. Scarlet and Alexandra begin working together when a challenger appears. Alexandra's old informant, the fellow fledgling who first told Alexandra about Audley's mysterious disappearance, has grown jealous after being replaced by Scarlet and has approached the pair wishing to fight for Alexandra's affections. Alexandra is unimpressed, but allows him and Scarlet to fight, agreeing to accept either winner as her second-in-command. Scarlet dispatches the fledgling with ease. After the defeat of her old informant, Alexandra and Scarlet grow closer, the relationship fueled by their mutual hate for the existing vampire hierarchy. Their bond grows and is unmatched. The pair of them would do anything to destroy the current system. Their movement is gaining traction. 
a group of young vampires disenfranchised by the current leadership asked to join Alexandra's movement. It's a slight risk. The more people who know, the more people who can stop her. Still, it's an offer that's hard to refuse. She accepts. This is round three. One of the members of Alexandra's militia approaches her with a half-destroyed letter from many centuries ago. Alexandra and Scarlet spend days decoding the letter, which is in an unfamiliar language and is nearly illegible. But once they have completed decoding it, the message is clear. There is a traitor in the ranks of the vampire elite. If they can find and turn them onto their own side, they can topple the current vampire system from the inside and rise as the new victors. Alexandra and Scarlet search London and search for this traitor, and then when they find nothing, they leave London. But they can only travel by night and quickly go hungry for blood. One day, staying in an inn as the dawn breaks, stranded until nightfall, they hear a voice in the tavern below the inn, a man who talks quietly to his companion about being followed by two vampires. Alexandra and Scarlet rush down to the tavern, cornering the man. He grins as if having expected them to come down and meet him. Alexandra Dupont, I've heard a lot about you. Come now, we must return to London if your mission is to be successful. She agrees, and the three, covered in heavy shrouds to keep the sunlight away, carefully approach the man's carriage. The carriage was windowless and dark, allowing the trio some respite as they return to London. With their free time, they exchange stories of the mistreatment by the vampire elite, and rage swells in their hearts. Upon their return to London, Alexandra's army approaches her, ready for battle. If they attack now at the vampire headquarters, the new Brompton Cemetery, they may be able to defeat the tyrannical vampires. But what if it's a trap? The decision lands on Alexandra. According to the traitor, this is likely not a trap. But who can trust the word of a traitor? According to Scarlet, this sounds dangerous and risky. Still, this is what they've been working for. Alexandra weighs the options, but ultimately decides that it is an opportunity she can't pass up. She rallies the rest of her army and heads south. Ending. The battle is brutal. Many of her army falls. Many of their army falls. It was a trap, but Alexandra's troops are filled with so much rage that they fight through the ambush. The ensuing fight is bloody and dangerous. In the end, Scarlet falls, protecting Alexandra from a fatal blow at the hands of the remaining vampire tyrant. Through her rage, Alexandra kills the tyrant and declares herself victor. Fueled by rage born of death of her dearest friend and second-in-command, she instills a tyrannical rule of her own, ordering the death of every vampire who thrived under the formal, former rule. Her army is loyal to a fault to her rule, and the traitor steps in as her second-in-command. But, as is the old proverb, history repeats itself. And many years in the future, another young hero views the injustice of a tyrannical rule and works to overthrow it. Whether they succeed or not is not for us to decide. Not today, at least. That was Alexandra's story using the Oracle prompt set one of A Thousand Miles. Thank you.